Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista is getting a dog today. A dumb, dependent creature to feed, cherish, and look after. Now, this is only fair, since for many years his wife has been doing the same for Mr. McGee. <laughs> of Fibber McGee and Molly. Boy, oh boy, I can hardly wait for my dog to get here, Molly. Imagine Uncle Sycamore sending me a great, 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 great grandson of old Fireball himself. Old who? Old Fireball. The dog that him and me were practically inseparable. <laughs> Back when we were barefooted kids together on Uncle Sycamore's ranch. What kind of a dog was he? A big one. <laughs> and what a friend he was. What loyalty. What devotion. What time is it? Well, it's about half past. Well, that expressman ought to be here any minute with my dog. Ah, this is going to be a beautiful relationship, Molly. Me and that dog will be closer together than two fingers in a tight mitten. <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> You'll be just like old Fireball was. That faithful four-footed pal of mine never left my side. He even slept with me at night. Slept with you? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that unhealthy? Never bothered him a bit. <laughs> and was he smart? Anytime I told old Fireball to do something, he didn't stall around. He just did it without a word. Ah, oh, that's a good trait, that silence. Gotcha. I'd hate the dog that argued with me every time I gave him an order. <laughs> like the time him and me went to the old swimming hole together. I took off my clothes and put them on the bank, and I says, Fireball, I says... Don't let anybody touch him. And he didn't? Not even me. <laughs> I had to go home holding a water lily pad in front of me and a sassafras bush behind. And you expect your new dog to take the place of that remarkable animal? Any relative of old Fireball is a relative of mine, kiddo. The minute we meet, we'll know that we were meant for each other. I didn't realize you were so sentimental about dogs, dearie. It was a kind of a sentimental thing, the first meeting of dog and master. Yeah? His soft brown eyes will look into mine. My soft brown eyes will look into his. <laughs> his sensitive nose will quiver. My sensitive nose will quiver. He'll wag his little fat tail, and I'll say good boy. I was wondering what you'd do. We'll take long walks together, him and me. And in the evening, we'll sit in front of the fireplace. Me in my easy chair and him on the floor with his nose in my hand. Say, I seem to be getting left out of things. Oh, no, no, not at all, kiddo. Anytime you want to sit on the floor and put your nose in my hand, just... <laughs> I didn't think it would appeal to you. Well, I mean, it's all you and the dog. Couldn't we make it a threesome? Well, a dog like this is always a one-man dog, Molly. That's the way old Fireball was. He stuck to me like a sat on caramel. <laughs> I remember when I sailed for France in 1918. The last thing I saw on the dock was my dog, wagging his tail and looking sad. And just as the boat pulled away, he leapt into the water and started swimming after it. After the boat? Yep. And when the boat landed in France and I shoved my way down the gangplank, who do you think was standing on the dock, soaking wet, Shaking the water off himself and sort of moaning. Oh, fireball. No, a second lieutenant named Jones. <laughs> well, 
I'd bump him off the gangplank getting ashore. <laughs> we had quite a rhubarb about who shoved who. Oh, I'll bet that's him now, Molly. I'll bet that's my dog. Really? Well, who do you think is holding him up to the doorbell? Mm. No, no, no. Come in. Oh, it's Ole McGee. Hello, Ole. Well, hello, Mrs. Time goes. <laughs> Hi, Ole. Stick around a while, boy, and meet the new arrival. I'm expecting... Oh, that's wonderful, McGee. My missus is expecting, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> McGee is expecting a dog, Ole, from his uncle. Yeah. Well, me and the missus don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> we got boys and we got girls, and that don't leave us much choice this time. <laughs> uncle Sycamore is sending me a dog. I, I know all about it, McGee. I was at the express office a while ago, and they asked me to bring your dog over here. I, I got him out on the porch. What? You brought him? Oh, oh boy, you hear that, Molly? Oh, My dog yeah. is here. Yeah. Yeah, get him. Hurry up, Holy. Atta boy, get him in here. Oh, I've been waiting for this. Ah, oh, my dog. I know just how you feel, McGee. Yeah. A dog is man's best friend. That's a well-known saying. It's not original with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me get this crate unfastened. Ah, there. Oh, just look at him. Isn't he cute? Now, don't... don't... Don't talk to him, Molly. This is the big moment. The big moment. The meeting of dog and master. Hello, boy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he snapped at me. My dog. I can't understand that. Well, maybe your soft brown eyes didn't look straight into his. Nothing's the matter. Oh, I know. That that train trip's got him all upset. Oh, look at him, McGee. He wants me to pet him. Now, now watch it, kiddo. Don't get too close to him. He's confused. He even turned on me, his master. Nice doggy. <laughs> nice boy. <laughs> My hand he snaps at and yours he licks. Well, it could be he just don't like you, McGee. Why, that's ridiculous. How could he not like me? Oh, it's not so difficult. <laughs> Want me to keep him around, McGee? I have a no, 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 sir. I, I like to have a dog again. Yeah. I remember how I went hunting with a little dog I had in Sweden one time. Yeah. I hunted for three days. Oh, what'd you hunt for, Ollie? The dog. He got lost. <laughs> <laughs> so long, both you fellas. So long, Ollie. Bye, Ollie. Well, I'm glad to get rid of him. No wonder young Fireball is nervous. All these people milling around. Now we really come to the big moment. The meeting of dog and master. Hello, boy. <laughs> hey, Molly. He didn't snap at me that time anyhow. He's getting friendlier. He didn't want to lift his head out of my lap. Well, yeah. his head ought to be in my lap. Well, I wish it was, dearie. I hate to disturb him, but it's time I went upstairs and made the bed. Ah, <laughs> oh, he doesn't want me to go, McGee. Maybe you'd better make the bed. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you ain't going to make a bed maker out of me. I'm staying right here. Uh, do you like the sheets tucked in at the corners? Yes. <laughs> well, sweetheart, how are you and young Fireball getting along now, pal, Jeff? Well, I'm making progress. I stroked his head for over three minutes a while ago, and he didn't growl once. Well, good. And he woke up, though, and tried to bite my hand off again. <laughs> He looks happier now, though. Let me try again. Hello, boy. Uh, 
I'm afraid you're just not his type, Dave. <laughs> Don't you worry. Any dog that's a descendant of old Fireball is bound to love me. Because... Come in. Good afternoon, Molly McGee. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hi, LaTrib. I was just passing by. Well, whose dog? That's my dog. And don't touch him, LaTrib, because he's a one-man dog. And he hasn't decided which man yet. <laughs> Friendly fellow, isn't he? Look at him rolling at my feet like a puppy. <laughs> Hello there, boy. Ain't that disgusting? <laughs> my dog. You know, he hasn't warmed up to McGee yet. Did you ever have a dog, Mr. Mayor? Uh, yes, I had one as a child, Molly. It was given to me by my governess, a Pomeranian. Yeah? What part of Pomeranian was she from, Lieutenant? <laughs> the dog was a Pomeranian, McGee. Oh. The governess was from Indiana. No kidding. I didn't know they elected women to them jobs, Latrice. I met a senator one time, and I've heard of judges, but I didn't know Indiana ever had a governess. I never heard about that. <laughs> Uh, would you mind very much, McGee, if we just changed the subject? <laughs> not at all, boy, not at all. Let's talk about me and my dog. Yes, something interesting. We'll be a familiar sight around this town, Latrib. McGee and his dog, always together. Poets will write about us. We'll become a legend. I hope so. <laughs> and the sooner the better. Oh, thanks, boy. Yes, I can just see you two out for a stroll in the evening, McGee. The man and the dog. The one, an intelligent, sensitive being, quiet, reserved. Oh, and the other one, smoking a cheap cigar and yakking his brains out. <laughs> what a picture. I'll carry it with me. Good day, Molly. Goodbye, Miss Imagine the trivia thinking my dog could smoke a cigar. <laughs> that's a silly thing. I don't thing. think that's what he meant, dearie. Uh, hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Oh, hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Hilo. Say, you've got a dog and a beauty. Hello, boy. <laughs> now he's all over Wilcox. <laughs> oh, help me. This is sickening. You know, Uncle Sycamore sent us the dog, and it... And it seems uh, to like everybody but McGee, Mr. Wilcox. Well, that's the way it goes, pal. You're having a problem with your pet, while thousands of mothers have found that because of their pet, they have no problem. I'm speaking of pet evaporated milk, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I had a sneaking hunch you were. <laughs> Isn't he always? Oh, now, you kids make it sound like I can't talk about anything else. Well, I can, and I do. What's the dog's name? Well, so far, we call him Young Fireball. Oh, that's no name for a dog. He should have a name like Spot or Rover. That's a good name for a dog, Rover. I like the sound of Rover in a sentence. What kind of sentence, asked brave little Fibber, expecting the worst? Well, a sentence such as, There are Rover a million homes in which pet milk is used every day. It was even worse than brave little Fibber expected. In millions of homes with tiny babies and growing children, it's pets evaporated milk. And why? I'll tell you why. Who asked? Because every mother wants her baby to have the best possible chance for sure, steady growth. Great, strong bones and sound teeth. And that milk gives your baby the milk minerals and the vitamin D it needs to help make that steady growth. Well, that's very interesting, but young fireball here... That milk is so uniformly rich, too. Always consistent, always the same. 
so there's no variation in the baby's formula to upset a tiny tummy. He's the great, 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 That's great... That's why more mothers are learning every day about Pet's evaporated milk. Grandson of old Fireball. Pet's evaporated milk. <laughs> the first food for millions of babies because Pet is just about one. Hey, wait a minute. Okay, okay, Fireball. Okay, okay, I can take a hint. I was just doing this for you, though, boy. Trying to protect you against crowded living conditions. Crowded living conditions? The dog? Sure. If I got out of here without a pitch for pet, we'd all be in the dog house. <laughs> now, maybe if people leave me alone, I and young Fireball can get better acquainted. I'll win that dog over or bust a gusset. Hey, I got it. I know how to win him over. What's the approach this time, dearie? Bedtime story? Nope. Loyalty. If he thinks I'm in trouble, he'll get woke up to the fact that I'm his master and come roaring to the rescue. I'll step in the next room and throw him a cue. All right. Help! Save me, fireball! I'm hurt bad! Ooh! <laughs> what happened to the dog? Where is he? Asleep under the coffee table. <laughs> Maybe he's a little bit deaf. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Hello, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Just thought I'd... Hey, what's that thing sticking out from under the coffee table? Oh, we have a dog now. That's his tail. Oh, a dog's tail. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was too fuzzy to be a phone cord. <laughs> hey, boy. Come on, boy. Well, I'll be... <laughs> Hear me like Stephen. No, all animals like me, Johnny. That's what made me such a success in the old days when I was an animal trainer for the Harmon and Haley Circus. Harmon and Haley? Yep. Run by two fellas named Schwartz and Leskowitz. Why do they call the circus Harmon and Haley? It seems to me that people might have it confused with Barnum and Bailey. Seen that way to Schwartz and Leskowitz, too. <laughs> was a great show. Yeah? I worked in a big cage with ten lions and a pair of tigers. Next to me in little cage, a midget worked with ten tabbies and a pair of tomcats. <laughs> I suppose you were the head trainer. Not just the heads, Johnny. I trained them animals. Pardon me, my upper plate is slipping in <laughs> I trained them animals from stem to stern. Yeah? Twice a day, I went into that cage of snarling savage beasts. Did you carry a whip and a pistol? Not me, daughter. An animal trainer that carries a weapon and a pistol just ain't a good animal trainer. I carried a club and a machine gun. <laughs> just didn't know the meaning of fear. My favorite animal was a big lion named Nero. Nero? Every performance tied open his enormous jaws and sticked my head in his mouth. Wow. Heavenly days. Wasn't that dangerous? Sure, daughter, but educational, too. I learned something from sticking my head in that lion's mouth. What did you learn? It's dark in there. <laughs> hey, Molly. I just got one more idea how to win this dog's affection. A club and a machine gun? No, sir. Music. I'll serenade that pooch with my sweet tenor voice and my mandolin. I'll have him laying at my feet like a languishing lamb. Where's my mandolin? Oh, here in the ashtray. You know, McGee, I have very little faith in mm, this. Just listen to this, kiddo. I'll keep an eye on young Fireball. Oh, the moon shines tonight 
Look, McGee. Just look yeah. at him. He's interested. He likes that. Why, sure he does. Oh! <laughs> hey, what you know about that? He's joining in on the harmony. He sure did. Oh! Goodness, Jerry. Did he bite you? I'll say he did. Right in the mandolin. <laughs> that doesn't. I'm through. This ungrateful mutt goes back to Uncle Sycamore. Well, I don't blame you, dearie. Try that ugly brute on the back porch and grab your hat, kiddo. I'm going downtown and shoot Uncle Sick a hot wire right now. Come on. <laughs> them wires to Uncle Sycamore. Young Fireball. Thump. Now that I think of it, old Fireball bit me one time, too. He did? Yeah, he can't trust any of them. Well, come on, here's the telegraph office. Okay. I'll ship that ugly-looking collection of odd breeds back to him so fast that, hey, bud. Yes, sir, what can I do for you, sir? And if it's anything besides sending a telegram, you're in the wrong place, mister. Well, that's what we want to do, sir. Send a message. Yeah, straight wire, bud. Collect to Mr. Sycamore McGee. And brace yourself, because I'm going to send this wire with Phelan. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Phelan is off duty today. Huh? <laughs> I can send it with a rock or even with Callahan, but... No, Phelan... that isn't what he meant, sir. Of course not. I'm talking about how I'm feeling. Oh, so you're feeling. Oh. Well, I'm happy to know you, Mr. Phelan. This must be Mrs. Phelan? No, no, I'm not Mrs. Phelan. My name is... Oh, sorry. I thought you kids were together. Well, just wait over there, baby. I'll take Mr. Phelan's wire first. And then. Now, Mr. Phelan? I'm not Mr. Phelan. <laughs> I'm Mr. McGee. Well, wait your turn, McGee. Huh? You heard me say Mr. Phelan was here first, and... Phelan? Where did he go? He didn't go anywhere. He's right here. And he's not Mr. Phelan. He's Mr. McGee, my husband. Certainly, and she's my wife. Oh, well, I'm glad I straightened you out on that. <laughs> start over. We want to send a wire to Mr. Sycamore McGee. Yeah, he sent us a dog and the dad ratted thing hates me. You ought to see that pooch. You know what he tried to do? Maim me. Maim me? <laughs> he asked you a question. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. What do you call? My name is not me. <laughs> My name is Molly. Molly McGee. It is. Well, what happened to Mamie Phelan? <laughs> Cut it out. This is ridiculous. Now listen, Buster. Hey, mister, is your name McGee? River McGee? Huh? It's a policeman, dearie. Clam up. Yes, officer, we're the McGees. Why? I have a dog on the squad car, lady. Neighbors claim it's yours. Oh, my gosh, more trouble. Oh, dear. Will you go uh, go see about it, McGee? I'll send the telegram, Been huh? Been roaming around town without a license, McGee. That's a violation. Okay, okay, bud. Take your time. I'll come and take a look at the mud. Oh. Where is the dad? Right? right over here in the squad car, McGee. Letting the dog loose without a license will cost you ten dollars in penalties. And... Ten bucks? Oh, now, just a darn minute, bud. Can you prove that dog is mine? Prove it. Well, the neighbors claim they saw it coming off your back porch, and if that oh, isn't... Oh, yeah? Well, that don't prove a thing. He's probably robbing the icebox. He... 
Look, if he was my dog, he wouldn't snap at me, would he? I wouldn't think so, no. Well, watch this, then. He'd probably tear my arm off, but I'll try it. No. Here, boy. Here, boy. Hey, what? Here, quick look at my hand. Oh, my gosh. He loves me. Young Fireball loves me. Look at he loves me. All right, wise guy. That'll cost you ten bucks in penalties and... Oh, so what? Here, take the ten bucks. It's worth it. Oh, boy, my dog. <laughs> Come on, Fireball. Get out of that dirty old squad car. Oh, Sam McGee. What is Uncle Sycamore's address? I can't remember. Never mind, Molly. Skip it. Look at this, Molly. He loves me. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah, he finally knows his master. Well, come on, let's go home. Come on, Fireball. Come on, get in the car. (laughs) Ah, look at him curled up on the seat, dearie. You know, I'm so glad about you two. (laughs) Yeah. Well, scoot over, Fireball, old boy. Make room for your master. (laughs) Oh, you drive that mud home, Molly. I'll take the streetcar. Tied up in the garage for tonight, Molly. What you reading? Letter from Uncle Sycamore. Oh, him. Hopes you and Fireball will be very happy. Yeah. Wants you to send him a picture of yourself. Thought he had one. Says before he shipped the dog to us, he showed your picture to him. Yeah? Says the dog pounced on it and chewed the head off. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>